Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Mike Trout's career is not oversleep. He says so. Despite Mike Trout getting Jeez, a bunch bro. of texts yesterday saying, hey, sorry to hear your career is over. <laughs> just you know, Thanks, trainer. Every time you kind of think of something with the Angels, like, gosh, man, it just can't get worse, can it? Crazy. And they find a new way to make it look worse. They're going to finish under five hundred, almost certainly. Mm-hmm. They're going to miss the playoffs, almost certainly. They fired their manager again. Phil Nevin getting that job on a full-time basis seems unlikely, not which gonna, means it's not going to be long-term. They're yep. going to have to hire a new manager. Mm-hmm. And now Otani may or may not got traded in the next couple of days. Trout may or may not have a chronic. Pa- it's it's been even by their standards, it's been crazy, just absolutely crazy. Not as crazy as you trying to bl- book a flight. Apparently, where are you going, and why couldn't you get one? Have you tried to book a flight? Not in uh, several months. No. I did like a week ago. Was it a hassle for you? Were the prices stupid, crazy, it, or it was reasonable? Honestly, the prices were pretty reasonable. I booked through my my credit card so I can get points and all that stuff. But yeah. it was it's a cross country, so I, I flew into uh, Savannah, Georgia, and it's going to be what I usually pay for it. Probably like a little bit more, but it was still very annoying. I'm paying three times as much as I would to go to Seattle. Three times three times the amount. Just because of availability? I have no idea. And I'm so stubborn, like an idiot. My girl was trying to book them two weeks ago, and she told me the prices. I'm like, all right, well, if we're going to pay that, I'd rather just wait towards the end and see if these things come down. Charter a plane. <laughs> a couple days go by. She's like, just heads up. went up a little bit. I'm like, well, fine. I'll take care of it. I'm still not going to book. Wait another week. Fine. Just wait. And they just keep freaking climbing. Yesterday, I bit the bullet. I'm I'm not kidding when I tell you. Whatever it costs to go to Seattle in just a regular blah, 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 three times the cost for each ticket round trip. Every airline? Three times. Every airline, every airport. So had you booked when Lady Slee suggested it originally, how much would you have uh, saved? Uh, let's say it's <laughs> at least, I would have been paying at least twice as much. So you at got least twice for a whole nother lap around whole the track. Nother, almost a whole nother <laughs> lap around the track. I should be flying to Europe. That's where I should be going. You gotta, you gotta look into like I should be going to, to see if you could charter to Italy. That's crazy. And it's like, you know, you were talking about this. I think you actually mentioned it to me just off air or whatever. There's no guarantee these flights are all going out. There's Ugh. a huge headache of, and it's so deceiving because they know they're booking these flights. They're allowing you to book the booking these flights, knowing that that flight ain't taken off, giving you credit to the airline. So exactly. then you could just go back later. So the story that I was telling you, a, a buddy of mine, Brad, he he's going on a trip to Scotland to play golf with his a, a group of guys, and this is something that's been on the books for well over a year, right? This is this has been planned out for a long time. And he is a conscientious guy. He is a planner. He he likes to have all of his ducks in a row getting ready for this stuff. And and for a trip like that, of course, yeah, right? Yeah. We we were playing golf the other day, and he says to me, 
I was asking him, hey, you leave for Scotland here in a little bit. And he literally leaves this Sunday yep. in, in four days from now. And we were playing golf last week. And I said, you, are you all set? And he goes, well, I was. The airline calls him and says, hey, you know that flight that you booked? I don't know how many months ago it was. Yeah, that flight's canceled. And we'll, we'll figure something else out for you. But we're, we're, uh, we don't know what it is right now. You may have to change airports. You may have to go in and out of a place that you weren't thinking What's of going, going in and out here? of at the beginning. This is not a trip to Phoenix. This is a trip halfway across the world. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, hey, if I'm a little late connecting to get to Scotland, everything will work out fine. They've got all these different things set up for this trip. And the airline, two weeks out, calls that's, and says, hey, that flight's canceled. That's the only thing. It's kind of like part of their business plan right now. Oh, well, we'll just way overbook, cancel the flights, have the revenue come in, and then we'll just rebook them at another time. By the way, this segment is presented by American Airlines. <laughs> <laughs> It's just completely lawless, and that's just the thing that's so yeah, frustrating. Is there's no you don't have any rights as a, a consumer, mm-hmm. and they seem like they can do whatever they whatever want. Whatever they want, never go anywhere is the solution. I was I'm ready to drive to Seattle. <laughs> but take hey, me thirty hours. Sure it's pretty. Take the train. It's yeah. a oh pretty gosh. train. That problem would is, be a long. You know, the problem is it stops like. So the yeah. train from uh, my neck of the woods, like mm-hmm. down the the closest like Amtrak station to my house yep. is San Juan Capistrano. Mm-hmm. Okay, to go That's to a great stop to go to uh, Santa Barbara, which is I don't know what's that a couple hundred miles. Let's call it. It's probably a little less than that. It's probably like one eighty something, give or take. Stops over uh, ten, twelve times. It takes like a week and a half to I get know. there. It's it's not like you can just. This is no. not the days of uh, where you get on in St. Louis and you end up in San Francisco a couple of days no. later. It takes forever to get. This anywhere. isn't a bullet train in Japan. Well, we have that that goes from nowhere you want to be to nowhere you want to go. We, that, that's something that we're working on here. That's, that's one thing about the Northeast that is actually really good is that they have really good train stuff. So like you can go, get from Philly to Boston, yeah. Boston to New, yeah. We don't do DC, that. Out here. Things like that is nice. No, we prefer like... everyone just sit in their car <laughs> in the freeway. Hey, the look, freeway. I, I'm not going to lie. I love sitting in my. I don't love traffic. I'm not well, a crazy you know, person. You know what will be game changer for you because it will happen. Is when you literally don't need to do it. You just get in your car and it's, you put in, you punch in the destination, and it, and it takes you there. Yeah. Or else, already does that. You're going to be sitting in the back of your car, just like reading the paper. <laughs> Feet out the window. I still the driverless eating thing, a burrito. Would you be? Because by the way, like you said, yeah. not super far away yep. from that, yep. right? That feels like I know they're testing. I'm already ready to answer your question. There, there's there's trucks on the road, eighteen wheelers, mm-hmm. haulers, drive driverless yep. they're out there yep. and they kind of more or less work what's your question my question is the uber pulls up mm-hmm. and you said the door you open the door and there's nobody yep. in it you feeling good about that bro i will take my chances with that over my dumbass in the car all the other people that are distracted on their phone all the other people that aren't paying attention to the road i mean the human air versus an air of a machine which I'm not telling you that the machine is not going to make errors, but we are such we are such idiots compared to the machine that I am more than you said that you put me in a car right now is a thirty percent chance. I'm like, let's do it because <laughs> I got an your, idiot that I'm driving next to, and I'm probably an idiot in my, on my way to wherever. Your I'm going. answer is right that the machine will make mistakes, but make far fewer of them than a human being. I still could. I don't think I could do it. I'd sleep so well. I look. I don't know where that Uber driver that picks me up at two o'clock in the morning. I don't know what he's been doing all night, but I feel like I'm making a good decision. I know that the guy that programmed the damn driverless car probably was sober when he did that. I feel like that's probably the best option as opposed to the dude that's, hey, bro, uh, yeah. What do I know? I'm just getting in the back of the Uber. How about when they do that in a plane? 
Okay, so I, I've been told this. I don't know if this is true. Somebody, somebody out Excited. there has to work in the Maybe airline. The prices industry. will go down. Okay, no. Here, here's what I've been told. I don't know if this is true. Mm-hmm. If you are a pilot, flight attendant, mechanic, baggage, anybody that works at an airport, you might know this. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. I have been told that really the only two things that the pilot does in the plane is take it off and land it. And they're really only there in the event that something really sure. catastrophically mm-hmm. goes wrong, that they basically do fly themselves. They hit go, they hit stop, and that's – I don't know if that's true, but I think you're already Does that make you planes. uncomfortable? No, because the guy's sitting there yeah, waiting no, to I'm take good. over. I'm good. I have no problem with I that. I feel like he flew, you know, uh, jets in combat situations, and he's a cool customer. I need him a little gray, yep. and I need him just to be there in the event that something. I'm okay with the computer doing it right up until the computer doesn't work anymore. I'm less concerned with him. I'm more concerned with a seagull getting into the engine. <laughs> Poor Sully. Yeah. He had to land it on the river. That, yeah. that, I wouldn't want to be on that flight. That would that would be. Hey guys, real quick, uh, we're just gonna set it down right here in the river. Get ready. You ever get in your we're own? We're gonna do what? Do you ever? Actually, no. You probably do because you said you don't like being. You're afraid of heights and you don't like being by the window. No. There are times where I got no problem flying. Everything's good. I don't even think twice about take. I mean, a little uneasy taking off. You feel you know. There's a little relief when you land. There's a little bit of that. But you ever just thirty thousand feet up in the air and all of a sudden you're saying to yourself. What would happen if this occurred? I'm like, no, go ahead, Al. Why don't you go ahead and think about that while everybody else is sleeping and enjoying the flight? I don't think about it too often. Only every single time the plane moderately vibrates. <laughs> just, just that you're flying, like you said. You're, what the hell is that? You're, no, the you're, guy you're, you're in cruising. front of you is just getting up to go use yes, the restroom. That's exactly right. Just cre- <laughs> And it goes. That, it's it. It's it. It's over. I hope no. I, I hope Susan knows where the uh, living trust is. You're just call it. I just say, hey, I real quick bang out a text so I figure I'll get some cell signal right before it hits the ground, and it'll say, "Hey, love you and the family. It's been a great run. Nice knowing you." It's kind of it's kind of how I see through. it. Oh, here we go. We may we may have somebody. Let's go to David in Van Nuys. David, you're all with Travis Slee. What's up? Hey guys, thanks for taking my call. So my my friend works at LAX and asked him that question. And uh, you're actually correct. The pilots will actually fly the plane when it's taking off and landing. And in, in, uh, you know, in bad situation, he even said that most of the time they will actually allow the autopilot to even if it's a bad weather, autopilot usually does better when uh, when it does it itself. So most of the time it's only landing and and uh, and um, and taking off when they control the, the, the airline. Wonderful. Thank you, David. That that didn't. I, I'm glad that you had the answer, but that doesn't make me like. Because look, this isn't. I think Teslas have a a summon feature. Like you can park it and you get on your phone and you hit like the summon and it'll drive itself yeah, up to yeah, wherever yeah. you are. Yep. Okay, if that malfunctions, it hits the valet stand. Okay, not great, but then nobody's really hurt. Or the valet stand right. back. <laughs> right. We just move it and get a little paint and buff out yeah. the whatever it is. If that thing malfunctions during landing, that feels like something far worse could happen. So David had an answer of why I'm paying 67 times what it actually costs to get to Seattle. You should only have to pay 33 times what yeah. it's supposed to cost. It's the ships. If you would have listened. It always is. It's always the ships, Lee. Just blame it on the ships. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Why the Dodgers have to get in on Juan Soto. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Bus. It's an option. This song reminded me of Gus and the bus, and you could take uh, the, the, the gray dog all the way up to Greyhound. Seattle. Longest bus ride you've ever taken. Um, I haven't done that much travel on a bus. Let me think here. I take travel. Did I take a bus in Europe? I can't think right off the top of my head. Took one from Amarillo, Texas, all the way to. Um, Is this during a, baseball? Yeah, during yeah. A, a place in um, Clarinda, Iowa. Which is it was? I want to say it was ten, twelve hours long. It was a long ass bus ride on a very old rickety team bus and we, we were lucky to have it that we were not just like all packed into a greyhound or whatever yeah. but dude after a few hours on a bus you are going is that, stir crazy is that not just like the entire minor league system it so here, here's what it was for me you realize really really quickly how much you like playing baseball or don't you real you realize really quickly way to put it. how much you want to be around these guys or not, mm. right? That that when we we finally rolled into somewhere it's like Wichita, like a, it was a, it was a real city. There was there was places where you could do things, right? And I found a Walmart and bought a bunch of books because I you know getting back on the bus again. Yeah. I don't know yeah. when we're going to see another Walmart. <laughs> and a couple of my dudes, why are you buying books? I don't know, because I don't want to just sit here and talk to you knuckleheads for the next 12 <laughs> hours. Maybe that's why. And it was one of those, I like baseball. I don't like these guys all that much. There were a couple that I really, really liked that I still talk to. It's but a long time, bro. Half of them, man. It's like, you guys, you know, it's okay. Like, reading is nerd. Book. Are you going to read a book? <laughs> yeah, I am. So I had a pretty terrible bus ride uh, actually going to and from camp when I was in uh, See? in high school. Um, but I um, That's how we get to our camp. It was from Bus picks us up from here. It was from uh, Virginia to upstate New York. And uh, it was about 12 plus hours and then coming back the bus broke down in western Pennsylvania. And we were stuck there for another eight hours at, at, a, at a McDonald's. And so that bus ride turned into like a 20-hour bus ride. Yeah. That was not a fun trip at all. League of their own. Ugh. Stuck in the mud? Yep. 
It is Tom seven hundred and two miles from Amarillo, Texas, to Clarinda, oh Iowa. Oh my gosh! And the the and bus you're going forty miles I was just an hour. Say, the bus isn't going eighty. Okay, Oof. the bus is at top end is going sixty. Top end, and it's not going Jeez. sixty miles an hour. Yeah, yeah. Read read Have fun a, with that. Read a few books along the way. Okay, so there's a theory mm-hmm. about the Dodgers and Juan Soto that I think is is pretty interesting. The theory goes like this, and this uh, Dylan Hernandez from the LA Times kind of laid this out. The Dodgers not only should get Juan Soto because he's a great player and you can add a great player to a team that's already very good, but the idea of, hey, listen, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts are on long-term deals. They're both at a point in their careers where they are on the other side of 30 or very close to going to the other side of 30. You're going to need to have one of your best guys be on the right walking side into of their this. prime yep. walking into mm-hmm. their prime that not only is this something that you do for the short term but this guarantees you much more likelihood of long-term success because you know five years from now Juan Soto's still not 30 that's why it's not just hey we can get him for right now but it gives you a little bets Freeman insurance as they get deeper into their long-term deals so I you mentioned something to me yesterday that, uh, honestly, I, th- I think it stuck out. The idea and the concept that what if the Dodgers just come up short again this upcoming year? Okay, would it be crazy? No, it's actually probably it's, it's more, more likely, likely that they come up short yeah. than it is that they win the whole thing. Um, if they come up short again and you're kind of sitting back, I guess the question you got to ask yourself is, have the Dodgers done everything possible to put themselves in a position to win this World Series? You can say yes. I mean, I, I could ask that question, and you could say, Al, I don't know what more you want them to do. I think they have done everything possible to give themselves the best shot to go win a World Series. You mentioned Dylan Hernandez's article. He said something to me that, that stuck out. Soto turned down a 14-year deal with the Nationals. 14-year deal, Okay. Dylan's talking more about the next three Octobers. What he's saying is he's going to be under contract if you trade for Juan Soto for the next three years. No, I'm sorry. The next three Octobers, the remainder of this year and two more seasons after that. Mm -hmm. And I I think that that probably is what sticks with me the most. If you trade for Juan Soto, is it a absolute lock guarantee that you got to sign him to a 10-year-plus deal? Uh, and you answer that question because if it is, I get it. I understand you're going to go out and you're going to give up some young prospects. Maybe you're giving up um, a, a real big time starter that you have sitting on your roster today. But do you have to give him ten plus years, or could you say, I have him under our control for the next three Octobers? Can you do that, or you have to give him that ten year plus deal? I don't know if it. I, I think the term matters. I don't know if it's, it's specific. It needs to be ten or twelve or fourteen, I, but. I need some insurance on Betts and Freeman, right? For Freeman, I think, is 33, okay? For, uh, Mookie Betts, I believe, is, is 30 or very close to it. Um, I need somebody that's going to be the anchor of this team when those two guys maybe aren't up for it. And it's not going to happen in the next year or two, right? Those guys are still smack in the middle of their primes. But what happens five years from now, right? So Soto, under the current structure, would not be your guy because he could leave at the end of three Octobers. Yep. But I don't here, – here's the scariest thing. If I'm Andrew Friedman, this is the part that makes me really pump the brakes on something like you're talking about, the the 10-year, the 12-year, the 14-year deal. Marty and the Mookie for, I think it was a 12-year deal. 
him into Freddie Freeman for a six-year deal. And Freddie's already on the other side of 30. He'll be – he's 32 now. He'll be yep. 33 when next year there starts. You go. So, or actually, 33 in September. Okay, so this, this is what I'm talking about. By the time his deal's done, he's nearly 40 years old. By the time Mookie's done, he's nearly 40 years old. I don't know if I need to have three guys – that are soaking up this much of my capital that could all be closing in on 40 and they're all still in my books. That's a lot. Now, that's part one. Part two is, what's the cost of getting this done? Because if the cost of getting it done is Urias and every prospect I've ever thought of, and I got to pay him for the next 14 years, that is a astronomical cost of getting a terrific player. Mike Trout's trainer just announced to the world that he's got a back problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it, nobody did anything wrong. He just this stuff happens. The wear and tear There's of the game. No uh, guarantee sure. that the 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 Juan Soto career past thirty is going to be the Juan Soto career ahead of thirty. You just you're crossing your fingers and you hope that it works and out. I think with any athlete, right? It, like it, it, go, yeah, no, go across the board for and, sure. Mm-hmm. And to have, I, I'm okay with doing it with Mookie. I'm okay with doing it with Freddie. But if all of a sudden you're everybody on your roster yeah. has this double-digit term for their contract, you've kind of painted yourself into a little bit of a box here. And the good news is they have the ability to draft and develop and acquire a Justin Turner, a Chris Taylor, a Max Muncy. They're really good at those sorts of things too. But if they want to keep Trey Turner, they're going to have to give him a small fortune. Mm-hmm. You can't have four guys on 10-year deal. I don't think you can. I would that part of it, that long term that you're talking about, that's the part that makes me okay. One of one of those, if at worst, excuse me, at best, one of those deals to be like, it's going to be a pool holes thing. There's going to be there's going to be somebody that's we got how many more years of this? Okay, start start the clock on when we're out from under. You don't want to have a handful of those on your roster. So, so why can't you then? That's why I go back to this question: Are you doing everything possible in the window that you're in today? giving yourself that chance to win a World Series. And I would say that the Dodgers, it's more close to a yes than every other team in Major League Baseball. However, anything can happen, and it can happen in a five-game set. Go look at the history of the Dodgers over the last 10 years. They have one World Series to show for it. Why can't you then approach a deal with Juan Soto without giving him that long-term deal? Is it just simply because you're giving up too much? And the reason why I'm setting it up that way what if you had him for the next three Octobers guaranteed? Mm-hmm. And you won one World Series out of it. And I, The reason why I present it that way is because it's so tough to win a World Series. And I don't care the roster that you have and the payroll that you have. You're not guaranteed anything if you don't go after Juan Soto. There was a report. Was it Buster Olney that had the report this morning that the Padres are the least? By the way, I don't, no, I don't know if I really believe that. but I do. That... That, and it could be just putting pressure on other teams that you got to go it be could active. Be, it also could be that they're trying to get him. But I, I, I set it up that way if you don't get him and then you don't end up winning it all, which can happen either way, are you going to regret not being more uh, aggressive I'll flip at this, this. deadline? I'll fl- it's, it's interesting that you bring up the Padres in this because I think they're the perfect example. The Padres have to do something crazy to get a guy like Juan Soto. Right, the same thing that they did with Manny Machado, they gave him three hundred million. Right, they got a deal for Fernando Tatis. What if they're thinking about it? What if they're thinking about it similar to the way we were just talking about that? You know that you still got two more years guaranteed. You could have three Juan Sotos in October. But the Padres with those three guys, Tatis, Machado, and Soto, I mean, that's terrifying. That's a really, really question about it. None of those guys pitch. Okay, Mm -hmm. so there's there's a chance where that you get you get the big fat zero. 
You don't. You do not cash it in. The cost of getting him in is astronomical. Even if you don't sign him to the long term deal, right? The cost of just you're going to have to empty every prospect you have in yep. your farm system to go get him, mm-hmm. right? If it doesn't hit for them. They are in a really tricky pickle because they have not they have not shown that they can do what the Dodgers do. Where oh nope. hey look there's Gavin Lux oh hey nope. look here's 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 there's Will Smith oh hey look it's Walker Bueller it's Julio Arias it's all of these guys they just churn and burn and it's not just okay we'll buy Mookie Betts we'll buy Freddie they, they're they're creating their own guys too so they have the best of both worlds that's why I think the Dodgers are in the perfect spot they have all the things that you need to do it they have the resources to do it both player and financial. But they don't have to because they, they, they're not going to find another Juan Soto. They're not, they're, there is not another Juan Soto. They could win a World Series without Juan Soto. Absolutely. Yes. And, and, and they could win a World Series with Juan Soto still down in San Diego. And if it doesn't work for San Diego, the Padres are up a creek. Okay, but let, let's go back to what we were just arguing. Are you giving yourself – I, I think it would be a little out of character – if the Dodgers went and gave up everything right now for Juan Soto. I do too. It'd be out of character. It, it, but the Dodgers could say, well, when we've been sitting in character and we continue to build these unbelievable teams, we're not cashing in enough what we feel like we should be cashing in for what we've done. That to, that to me sounds interesting. That The argument Dylan was making, I'm sure other Dodger fans would make a similar argument, is when you're all in, you're all freaking in, and they're all in every they already single are. year. This is a luxury. It is not a necessity. I think they need to be cautious. I'm not saying don't do it. I'm saying do not do the crazy thing that could potentially put you in a weird spot because they don't have to. Other Padres do. The Giants mm-hmm. would have, like other teams would have to do something crazy to get a guy like yeah, that. Yeah, I agree. With that Dodgers could potentially just wait and buy him. Mm-hmm. Right there, there. There's another option as well. Okay. Uh, Dodger fans, 877-710-ESPN. We're going to do Factor Cap coming up next, but I'm I'm curious where you're on this. Do you do whatever you have to do to get a Juan Soto or Shohei Ohtani, or do you kind of sit back and say, okay, if it works for us, we'll do it, but we're not going to do anything crazy. That's coming up at 1145. But a road rage moment for Emily, apparently. She has road pet peeves, Slee. It's coming up next. It's Factor Cap. It's Travis Slee, 710-ESPN. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Hey, guys. I um done some more car trouble yesterday. Uh, I had to uh, put some more duct tape on my car. So going to have to go to the shop after this. Okay, Not very random. What, what's Emily. wrong with it again? So I think the I think it's only really the duct tape was wearing off, and so I had to reapply the duct tape. But the um, – Underneath the plastic underneath your car that protects your engine, essentially that you know that is not my, not that. my bumper, yeah, but it's underneath. Um, 
is disconnected. So I think that like there were, used to be screws inside of it, and I th- it when I looked underneath it, it looks like one of the screws was missing. So I think a screw had fallen out and somewhere, and I just don't know where it is, and I need a screw to. Fix I was it. walking in the uh, in the parking garage today. <laughs> yep. And I just for some reason looked over to my right as I was getting <laughs> close to the stairs in the elevator, and I just see a car kind of sticking out a little bit. A little bit. And there's tape. On the bottom, that's her car. <laughs> identified yeah, her car without trying to identify know. her car. Yeah, I, I just been putting push, pushing it off, and I just need to get someone else to professional look at it. So that's where I am today. So uh, it's Walker Bueller's birthday today. He's turning twenty eight. So he has the coolest name in sports. Walker Bueller, pretty cool name. Travis Patrick Cap. Ah, shoot. Um. I mean, it's a good name. It feels like it, it feels right for him, right? He's kind of he's from Kentucky, I believe. I think he's from Lexington originally. Yep. Uh, went to school at Vandy, so he's kind of a Southern guy. Um, that feels like a Southern name. He's a gunslinger, Slee, so it, it fits. Um, yeah, it's 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 good. I, I think the the guy is more important than the name. Like if his name were, you know. Billy Smith, I think everybody's still like, yeah, that's a pretty cool name for that guy. Like Billy Smith. Look at look at Billy Smith throwing 104 miles an hour. I think it's the guy more than the name. We've done this before. OG Ananobi, guys. OG Ananobi. That's my favorite <laughs> name. It's my favorite. I, I love some of those African names too. You know, like there's I'm just kind of trying to think of Sergi Baca. Like they there's just I don't know why there's such badass names to me. But the OG and I wonder if there's somebody over there saying, you know what name is awesome is Alan Mike Sliwa. Smith. <laughs> Slee was like, I just love that name. It just rolls I off the tongue. I love Mike Smith. Josiah Gray, that's a pretty good one, too. Sure. It's a cool name. It's another good one, too. Josiah, I like that as a first name. But I go OG Ananobi. Taylor? Cap, my favorite all-time, Speedy Claxton. It's good. He was <laughs> not as good as his name would suggest, but he's got a good name. I have an affinity for Fat Lever. Remember him, Slee? Oh, yeah. <laughs> nuggets. I feel like I'd be a fat lever guy. Fantastic name. So um, one thing that I saw someone posting on Twitter and also something that kind of annoys me about where I live currently, I have a lot of stoplights where I am from or, or how I get to work now. Um, but people not seizing the gap in open road. So you know how there could be a car way in front of you, and they're just minding their own business, traveling that speed limit that they're traveling. They're not trying to seize the gap and kind of keep the uh, flow of traffic going. So not seizing the gap on the road, on the open road in front of you on the freeway is a pet peeve for you. Alan, Dr. Cap. You fully understand that one? I, not even a little okay. bit. <laughs> how do, I'm completely I'm, I wrong. talking about how you looked at me, I thought yeah, you were I, like I, waiting. Here, here's the best part of this. Here's the best part of this. I'm so happy you asked him first because I was still trying to <laughs> decide. The way you looked at me, too. I was like, wow, he's really ready to answer. <laughs> no, okay. no, I was hoping I was hoping your you. answer would illuminate Help. the question. <laughs> a picture works better because I saw it on Twitter. But you know when uh so the person in front of you okay. is driving the same this one speed limit mm-hmm. and you're kind of wanting to go faster than the left lane. But there's a big – you think, oh, it's just because there's traffic. No, it's just because this guy's going slowly. Yep. Okay. And they're not trying to seize the gap. So somebody is going below the speed of, of the flow of traffic. In yep. the fast lane. Yes. In the fast lane. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Now I got it. All right. So it's – yeah, it's a little annoying. It's not the worst thing for me. I think I'd rather have that person that is kind of in their own world but not being a jerk, not weaving through – lanes and everything else i'll take the person who's going slow and more considerate 
what is a pet peeve is that idiot that is freaking swerving left and right and is, you know, will come up to your you-know-what and then at the last second swerve over to the next lane and then come up. That, to me, is the most annoying thing because – freaking dangerous well that's the guy that causes the accident yeah. it's not the guy that's going a little too slowly like if you're if you are going <laughs> 25 miles an hour in the in the diamond lane that's a problem yeah your your lady in the, in the uber that's t- you need to at least be going 60 something mm-hmm. right if you're going 40 on the freeway yeah uh look i drive like a, an old lady i, I don't I'll, I'll i'll be the but I'll, I take, that guy. I'll take the old lady driver yeah. Yeah. Over the dude in the Honda Accord with a spoiler trying to go left. Relax. Well, the worst is because you're not right. Sometimes, you know, you'll, you'll fast be and furious. Right. And you're going, I don't know what it is, 68, and you should be going 75. Mm-hmm. Right. And somebody races up to you, and you see all of a sudden you got somebody in your back seat. And you're like, oh, and you look down, oh, I'm not going. And you try to move over to get out of the way. Oh, I'm way, not moving over. And they whip around, yep. come right in front of you, and then they hit the brake. It's like, dude, I'm. Not driving okay, the how about, Daytona 500. Can we chill that, that's, out here? That's the problem, too. I, I sit more along the line. If you're going to come and ride me just because you want to be an a-hole, I'm not moving. I'm not going any faster. I'm going. I'm, I'm now on purpose. I'm not even letting. By the way, if you want to go right, I might signal to go right I, as well and not go. You, you and I approach the road entirely. I am looking to avoid conflict on the road 100 out of 100 times. Even if it's not my fault, I'll take responsibility at it. I'll, I'll, I'll speak at What's your What's Taylor like on the road? Slee, I'm starting to think you deserve getting flipped off the other day. Yeah, maybe, right? Yeah, maybe he's the instigator in all this. I think Could I'm be. with Emily on this one, though. You're just pretty much saying that anybody that drives in the fast lane and they're going slow needs to stop doing that, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, get out of the fast lane if you're going to putz around. And, Alan, I thought Flip I was going to go... Flip you off, Taylor. <laughs> Flip you off. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was going to get you with this because of it's an always sunny reference because it's when Dennis has to commute from the suburbs into the city and he was like seize the gap seize the gap you whatever um anyway that's it's always sunny bro that's what that's I was a, trying to that's reference. a pretty damn funny show um so uh you get overly competitive while playing games if it everyone you get overly competitive while playing games Taylor Patrick Cap depends on the game if it's foosball or something that i'm, I'm good at <laughs> here we go again i'm gonna be competitive with that but if it's something that i've never played like softball i'm i don't know i guess i was decently competitive at that i tried uh, in the first inning but after that it kind of went downhill trap yeah I'm, I'm with taylor it depends on what we're doing if it's something that i have control like if we're playing cards right if we're playing poker or hearts or spades or something like that where there's an element of skill involved to it i want to win that game I, w- I would like to win that game, and I'm going to try to win that game. If it's something like the softball game where, you know, 98% of it is completely out of my control, yeah. not so much. I, I-, I can w- – when we play our basketball game, Slee, I will not play defense. I will not dive for loose balls. And if we lose by five, I can live with it. If we win by five, I can live with it. Don't have to have it. The way John was describing it a couple days oh ago. Oh, my gosh. Oh, he's going hard to the yeah. loop. You know what it comes down to me for me? Who am I playing against? And do they <laughs> that does matter. You're right about that. And do they really want to win? Like you ever go play a pickup basketball game and this dude kind of starts chirping or he runs his mouth. I'm like, all right, well, that's interesting. Now, all of a sudden, I have more interest in wanting to win. If you're playing a buddy in something and you guys are just joking around, it's not serious. But then all of a sudden it starts getting a little serious. Now I want to win. But I think it depends who you're playing if it means a lot to them, all of a sudden I want to win more. <laughs> That's very true. And if they well, don't but, care, okay, then I don't care this. as much. Let me ask you this. 
do you want to win in that situation because the other person really wants to win? No, or I just, you want, just want them to, to lose. take it off their table. Yes, you just don't <laughs> want them to have it. It's not like I. It's 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 not that fulfilling when it, I win. It, exactly, but it right. was fulfilling that you wanted it that bad. And I don't really care it. if I have it, but I do care that you want to have it. Therefore, I want to just make sure you don't get it. That's the, yes, yeah. I'm with you on that. And this came oh, up for we're me there. We're there. because uh, last night I really like trivia. I really enjoy trivia and. I get kind of into it. And I was in a big group of people, and there was me and this guy, my friend's boyfriend, that are like into it. Like, we were kind of in control of the game, and we gave most of the, uh, the, question, the answers. And everybody else was kind of being like not super competitive, weighing in a couple times, like joking, laughing. And then every time we trusted them with an answer, and we were kind of, well, we'll just trust them, it was wrong. And so I was getting a little bit over competitive with my friends last night. And I had to apologize. Is there uh, there's uh, prize. stakes? Yeah, yeah, there was a prize at the end. What's the prize? Uh, it was like um, it was like two hundred dollars. Oh, okay. So yeah, um, then you'd have my attention. Yeah, yeah. you'd have my attention. How did your apology place. go? Like, what did you say? I, it was after I calmed down a little bit. I was like, "Sorry, guys, I was being too competitive." And they're like, "Yeah, we haven't seen that side of you before." What and did like, they get yeah. wrong? Let me see if I can get it right. So it was. What is the um, company? That is associated. That was started in Philadelphia. That is associated cream with cheese. free people. <laughs> it was a free people. Oh, oh, uh, it's the one that um, Robert Kraft is involved with. That got Meek Mill out, right? It's that one. Um, it's a company. It's a company. Yes. Say it again. It's a clothing company that was started in Philadelphia. I don't know. That is associated with free people. Do you know? Mm-mm. No, me neither. So I knew the answer. I had it in my gut feeling, but my friend next to me was like, no, 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 I think it's this one. And I was like, okay, you haven't given an answer all night. You seem really committed to this one, so what I guess it? we'll go. It's Urban Outfitters. Ah, okay. She said an anthropology. And then uh, there's and then also one about jazz. I'm going to need the name of that bar. That sounds awful. She hasn't talked to her since. <laughs> there's also one about uh, bebop jazz versus acid jazz, and uh, we are committed to bebop jazz. Anyway, it was uh, quite the week. All right, last one. This is, I guess, more uh, directed towards Chris Morales. But crispy bacon is the only way to eat bacon. Travis, Dr. Cap. It's my preference, but there's a line, right? When if it if it turns black, right? If you get those char marks, it turns yeah. into like almost charcoal. That's a step too far. But right before that is the sweet spot. The chewy bacon is not my jam. It needs it needs to just barely crunch when you bite into it. Um, I gotta have a crispy. Got to have a crispy. So if you go, if you're staying at a hotel and they do what they do, you got the eggs there, the bacon, and the sausage. I'm I'm searching. <laughs> I'm looking. No, no. I got the no, yeah. I got the yes. tons. Yeah, move this one out of the way. Get that one. So I'm I'm looking for the crispy. And if they're all, if they're not crispy, there's a probably a stronger chance that I'm you like skip it. Okay, I'll take this one because the edge is crispy, but I don't know if I'm going to eat the whole yeah, thing. They, well, do you have the – is it because of a foodborne illness situation? No, I, I just think I just, like it. I just like it so much more if it's crispy. By the way, I'm just reading everybody sending me tweets about what they're paying to go to Indiana, what they're paying – by the way, and the guy that, that hit you, me – I'm not putting on the spot. Mm-hmm. Are you comfortable telling me what it costs to fly to Seattle, or would you rather keep that to yourself? It's a lot. Okay, yeah. And, and Kmar – Five hundred flew round trip from Ontario to Seattle a few weeks ago for three seventy. That does not help me sit well today, because that's significantly <laughs> less than what I paid. Look, if you need, like, I'll, I'll cut you a little check. I got that'd be, that'd be great. I, I no, will, no, that sounds uh, good. I'll float you alone. I, I, I'm charging like two points a day. 
<laughs> first it was, and I collect, and then the big starts. First it sounded like after. you were you were being nice, and then it was, well, no, there's look, interest here in trying bit, to run a business. You're, here. you're like the guy in The Sopranos who runs this the uh, the sporting goods store. I'm, I'm your friend right up until you owe me money, and then I'm, now I own the store. How good? And was now we're going to burn it to the ground. I forgot about it's the that. way that it How goes. Good was that? What do you do, Dodger fans? Eight seven 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 ten ESPN eight seven 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 ten three seven seven six. Do you give it all away to go get Juan Soto? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. That very um, subtle yet noticeable <laughs> at the end is my favorite part. I like that a lot. No, no beef with the scale. In fact, I'm pretty happy. I, I feel like I'm going to turn it up a notch. Yeah, give it extra cheese on that. You know what? I will have a second helping of that. You should go to In and Out at 845. <laughs> I already done that once this week. So, um, they have these bags. You guys probably know this. Uh, the I'm an Albertsons guy, right? Close to my house. Love my Albertsons. Um, I just I don't know why that sounds funny. They have, well, I'm an Albertsons. I am. Guy. Well, you got to be. It's like right. You can't be a it's Ford a and a Chevy guy. You got to. It's my sushi spot. It's my it's my go to spot. Um, they make cookies in the store, right? They have a little They're bag of cookies. Oh, yeah. Okay. They, yep. So they got the little bag of, of you know air quotes homemade cookies. They got oatmeal and chocolate chip and sugar cookies and all. And I I like to buy a bag of those cookies every once in a while to have in the house for you know this little little snack here or there. Yep, nothing wrong with that. So I eat my dinner last night, and you know a couple minutes go by and you know I a little, little, sweet little something sweet yeah. might, might hit the spot right oh, yeah. now. So I go to the bag, and there's two cookies left in the bag. Perfect, perfect amount. So I have the two cookies. How, how big are the cookies? Uh, Bigger than a normal cookie? Like the size of a Chips Ahoy? Okay. okay. Oatmeal? Yeah. Uh, chocolate chip. Oh. Okay. That, that's Then it's a regular size cookie. It's a regular size yeah. cookie. It's not a, It's not Because yeah, I thought you were going to say, oh, I'm just going to have two no, of them. No, it's not like one you like get at the, the state fair that's yeah. the size of a tire. Yeah. It's a normal size cookie. Yep. Um, I eat both of those cookies. And I, I, I kind of like, you know, a little bit more wouldn't be the end of the world. And so I know that there's nothing left in the bag, but I, I feel like I saw something in the bag. There's all the little bits of other cookies that have like broken off and, and have collected in the bag. I made them all into one like mashup, like hybrid cookie. Is that okay? But it was there, there was okay. there wasn't a single piece that was bigger than like a marble. And I ate every last scrap <laughs> in that bag. So you ever have this happen where you order something and you did not get fries, but a fry made it to whatever it is? Yeah, like in your I'm own, okay your with fry. that. Yeah, it's terrific. That that's actually that's an that's as good as 
having Monday off and not knowing that you no, had Monday not. off. <laughs> it's close. No, that fry is but close. Monday, it's close. It's close. Had the bag of t- hitting the bottom of the bag. Like, I think I can get those last couple of crumbs. Like, there, there's n- absolutely no value in those specks that are left in there yeah, like there at is. some point. But I ate every, I, I literally got to the point where I tore the bag open and I whoop. That is great, actually. Uh, sorry, who has great cookies? Sprouts. Amazing. Too cookies. far from my house. Okay, I, there's another one. one. Yeah. There's another Too far. one. In Pasadena, is this South Pass? Bristol Farms. Oh I, yeah, I've brought them in before. Are they eleven dollars a piece? They're probably <laughs> eight ninety nine right now. Yeah, I've brought them in before. You could go to Seattle twice for the amount you could buy a bag of cookies. <laughs> I Bristol think it was Farms. actually it was Jorge. That's right. When I brought him in one time, and Jorge had one, he's like, "Bro, I'm going back there." And is this and that? They're just these huge cookies that just melt basically. Yeah. Like you just take a bite and it's just melting. Yeah, they're they're good because they're expensive. That's how and that works. Sugary. And no, very, no, no. The expensive part doesn't guarantee that's going to be good. You're right. It doesn't. But it be, maybe a better way of putting it, it better be good at yep. 11 bucks a cookie. Let's try a quick phone call here. Downey and Jason. Jason, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Jay? Uh-oh. 100%. We lost Jay. Jay. Let's try Luis in Los Angeles. Luis, you're on with Travis Lee. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, Luis. Hey, so... Um, we shouldn't give it all up for Juan Soto, and I think we should give it up for Luis Castillo and some bullpen pitching, maybe. So, what do you guys think? yeah, Lu- Luis, I think it's interesting. So, uh, Luis Castillo offense not the not the issue in, in his eyes. Luis Castillo pitched for the Reds last night, mm-hmm. and it's it's going to be his last start before the deadline. So he could move, and and he struck. Mm-hmm. I think he struck out eight. Like he he pitched really well. He's a very good pitcher. Saw him in the All Star game. He looked really really good. Not only do I agree with you, Luis, but the the cost of doing business with Luis Castillo is a fraction of what it would be. I do think it addresses a more serious. The, the Dodgers are not having trouble scoring runs more often than not. They score. The Clayton Kershaw is having an All Star caliber year, but you always kind of cross your fingers that he stays healthy. Right? He's just at that point in his career. Tony Gonsolin, cross. Hope so. Don't tell Greg that. Same thing. Yeah, right. Same thing with Tyler Anderson. You know, Mm -hmm. they're pitching great, but I I don't know. Urias, you feel really good about. Hopefully you get Walker Bueller back. But if all of a sudden Castillo's in that lineup, I feel much better about this team. If Juan Soto were in the lineup tomorrow, who knows what's going out, you're going to score a bunch of runs, but your pitching is still the same. So this is a question I throw out there. What's more Dodger-like? Would it be more Dodger-like to go get Juan Soto or would it be more Dodger-like to go get Luis Castillo, right? And and let, let me kind of explain what I mean by that. At the All-Star break or at the trade deadline, um, I know, you're looking up at the TV, showing Mike Trout, dealing with rare condition in his back. The, the, and the sub-headline is great. Likely will have to manage, quote, through the rest of his career, close quote, according to head athletic trainer Mike Frostad. Thanks a lot, Mr. Frostad. Yeah, really appreciate that. Got this joint with... Uh, Oh my god! Like literally, it looks like they're at. A, I'm an, I'm back in science class. Yeah, I, way to go! I I so the reason why I set it up that way is because last year at the trade deadline, did they have to have Max Scherzer? Did they have to? Like, was it the difference of them? Hey, you're not going to compete unless you get Max Scherzer. But there were some things with Max Scherzer. It was well, if the Padres get Max Scherzer. Doesn't that kind of even the playing field a little bit, at least a little bit with the Dodgers? Wouldn't you rather have a good arm than a, just another bat? And you got guys at that time, Muncie was still batting, and uh, you didn't have issues. But they right. got Trey Turner in the deal. And Corey Seager 
was going to, you know, we had talked about this before it happened. He's probably going to go get paid somewhere, a boatload of money, and it's not a Dodger thing to do to go pay a number that they just didn't feel like made sense. They got the number, and that's what they're going to do. Does it feel like if they had to choose between the two, we're going to give up a lot less to go address this versus this? I, I actually think Luis Castillo would be more of a Dodger move than than the Juan Soto. That's what's so crazy about the Dodgers and why being a Dodger fan is so much fun. It's it's both. They go big game hunting and they go, let's get the right guy for the job. They do both. Manny Machado is about as big a game hunting as you could get, mm-hmm. right? That Max Scherzer and Trey Turner not only filled needs, but big game hunting. Big game hunting. They've also made some deals that are a little bit more Luis Castillo like, right? Whether it's a Rich Hill kind of thing, a really good pitcher that's going to serve us for a deal. The Dodgers don't just operate in the margins, they don't just swing for the fences, they do both. And that's what makes them so interesting. I, they, they just they really don't miss a trick. If you've got to spend money to solve a problem, we'll spend the money. Mm-hmm. We've got to use some young, inexperienced players. We can do that. We've got to go into the pool and find the next Chris Taylor or Justin Turner or Max Month. We can do that. You need me to scratch a $300 million check for Mookie Betts? Fine, we'll do that. They're, they're, they don't just operate in one end of the pool. They do it all. Price tag to go get Juan Soto. Could you be go $500 do it? Million. Do you go do it? Are you talking about the price tag of what they give up? Everything. Do you right now, if you're the Dodgers, do you feel like, you know what, if we go get Juan Soto, I mean, the World Series could be potentially coming through you anyways, but is that, hey, I don't care what it costs, let's just go freaking do it because it's Juan Soto. I I needed something that makes sense for me. It can't just be, I need him no matter what, just take whatever you need and give me him. I I need. So August 2nd comes. Juan Soto, you don't think will be a Dodger? I don't. I don't either. I, I don't. But I don't, it's also not one of those, I'll bet you my car on it. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he'll be. I didn't think Trey Turner was going to be here. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that Max Scherzer was a, a slam dunk to be here, and they were both here. One more quick one. Let's go to San Fernando and Mario. Mario, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Oh, gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. This is the perfect subject. I 1 million percent love this. And to me, and I'm a huge Dodger fan, it does not matter. The Dodgers can get. Jesus Christ himself could get all his disciples, could get who, it, 10 All-Stars. It doesn't matter. As long as the Dodgers keep Dave Roberts, I guarantee you, 1 million percent, they will never, ever, ever win a World Series. Is this guy? I, the way he coaches Maybe. is just ridiculous. You play this number, that number, put the infield to the outfield. I'll go to the infield. Okay, there's, I appreciate you, Mario. But here, here's the Can problem with he what you just run said. run a local Arby's? <laughs> Have we used Arby's yet or no? Not, I, think, I think that's a First new one. one. That's good. Uh, he's never, the Dodgers will never win a World Series as long as Dave Roberts is the manager. There, there's a problem with that. They won one. They already did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, that you can't say something will never happen when it's already happened. happened. They probably should have had a second World Series if the Astros hadn't defrauded professional sports by doing what they did. Yep. That's two. Okay, the the Astros, or I should say, the Red Sox, they smacked them around. Red Red Sox, you know, beat the doors off of them. Clayton Kershaw had a bad day. It's not well. We put them over here for this. It's everybody in baseball does that. Everybody in baseball does that. Show me the team that doesn't shift. Show me the team that doesn't play the numbers. Show it to me. They don't exist. Everybody's following the numbers out. Dave Roberts can both win a World Series and manage an Arby's. I believe both of those things in my heart to be true. What do you want to use next when we get like what kind of? Spot? Oh, there's plenty. There's plenty. Should we do fast food? Should yeah, we let's go. Uh, like let's go sit casual sit-down dining. Okay. Then we'll go. We'll save fine dining. Oh, I have a good one. We can't go Can to I like use it now. We, yeah, sure. You can't run a local norms. 
<laughs> Norms is Norms is sneaky good. Yeah. I'm a fan of Norms. All right, LeBron's deadline for that uh, offer of the extension is right around the corner. What happens post-extension? What happens post-LeBron? Anybody thinking about that? That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.